Hi, I'm Pete Price, and do you realise that our podcasts, if you subscribe, cost you nothing at all? Now, here's a great one. Looking for a present? Have a listen to this. Alison Smith is the leisure and tourist uh, officer for the Mersey Tunnels, and she does the most fabulous tour of the Queensway Tunnel. It's only a pound. Want to hear more? Listen in right now. Liverpool Live. Hi, Thank you very much for joining me tonight. No, no problem. <laughs> I was really thrilled about it because uh, we met, uh, we went down and saw uh, the tour, or you showed me the tour, I should say, and it was just right. brilliant. And I really, really have never stopped talking about it. I've gone through the tunnel when you were a little girl. I've been going through the tunnel forever. I, d- I don't even know how long it's been. Um, and I've always taken it for granted. And I said at the end of the video, and I'll say it again now, I will never question the cost of the tunnel again because... What you shown me is that the, uh, the enormity of the place. Tell me how you first got involved with it. Um, well, I moved up to Merseyside about twenty years ago, and my previous job was in tourism in Cam- in Cambridgeshire. Mm-hmm. And I I got a job in the tunnels doing the admin, and as part of it, you got an induction, and I was shown around the tour route. And I thought, Gosh, this is fascinating, and I. I said to my boss, I said, people would love to do this. And they said, are you sure? And I said, no. Yeah, you know, they were doing just like the odd tours for engineers or people who might be interested. And I said, no, general public are always looking for something a bit different to do. So we kind of opened up one evening a week and that sold out for the next six months. And then we added another and another and and two tours. And by the end of it, you know, just prior to lockdown, we were doing five public tours a week plus extras in the daytime. Uh, like community groups, education groups, that kind of thing. So that's how I got into it. <laughs> I'm Alison, still doing it all these years later. Was it difficult to put it together? I mean, you've got so much, such a wealth of knowledge and so much to see. I mean, do you, when you structured it, did you structure, say, last an hour or a half hour and a half? Or did you look and walk around and think, what can I do? Tell, tell us how you put it together. See, well, we've we've kind of refined it down a little bit because uh, we used to do quite a long talk at the beginning, but we found that people really just wanted to see stuff yeah. and then talk as we go round. Um, so, I mean, we do... The part of the route that we go is um, the public escape route out of the tunnel. So it's about showing... It was about showing people the engineering and the safety aspect. Um, so the tour route kind of follows a natural route through the from the top of the building down through fan chambers down to the tunnel and then we can show people underneath the tunnel obviously the tunnel's over two miles long so we can't cover all of that it's what we can get to from george's dock building um down and back in a couple of hours now the thing that surprised me uh first of all was uh, in the george's dock building when you took us down to the bowels um and explain what you did with me and took me there because I, it was fascinating especially with the water so george's dock building takes its name from one of the original docks of liverpool george's dock um from 1771 so from our building we can access underneath brunswick street which isn't a street, as you found out. It's actually a bridge still mm. uh, that runs between the Cunard building and the Port of Liverpool building. And it's all on reclaimed land because the River Mersey came up to 
West uh, St. Nicholas churches, you know, the Strand. So the river still kind of seeps in underneath the buildings. And uh, when we go down to what we call our bridge room, you're standing under the archways of Brunswick Street Bridge. So you're you're kind of under the Cunard side of our building. And we throw, as you know, we throw through a heavy weight. Yeah. And uh, depending on the tide, we get a splash or a splash and a clunk. And uh, that's that's the river, the other the other side of the bridge structure. Now, when you say it seeps in, is that or will that one day be a problem? I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's got any worse over over recent years, from what I can gather. Right. Um, I do believe buildings like the Port of Liverpool, the Cunard, for instance. I've heard that they have pumping stations in their very basement rooms just in case it gets particularly wet down there. But I was been down there when the pierhead was flooded three or four years ago when the water breached over. And um, it didn't make any difference in the room that we went to. Yeah. It didn't come that far in. Well, it's interesting that. Uh, one thing that I love, well, I love the whole trip. I mean, I really genuinely, I'm not into stuff like that, but because I want, I mean, I, I was I was more excited, I think, when I got to the gate or the door and knew that behind it was the lanes. It <laughs> is, and, and where we were from where we came in, because we went in through the fourth grace. It's called the fourth grace, isn't it? That's right, yes. We like to call it that anyway. <laughs> yeah, but we went in, and then all of a sudden, now when I walk around town, I plan where you are underneath underneath the ground. Um, yeah. But what I loved was the photographs, because there's so many photographs I'd forgotten. And, I mean, I used to talk to them, but I'd forgotten four ladies would clean with a mop and bucket through there. That's right, yeah. They cleaned until the 1980s uh, when they changed the lining in the 80s and the, the last lady cleaner packed up her bucket and mop and, and left but yes they used to clean the traffic in the tunnel uh, clean the, the muck from the traffic that was in the tunnel uh, we have wool washers now and actually um, if you think about it car engines have got a lot cleaner particularly over recent years yeah. with unleaded petrol and more hybrid vehicles so it, we can keep it clean with a, a vehicle now. and also obviously wasn't the best job in the world, probably health-wise for the oh, ladies God to stand blessings. and clean, clean the walls down. Mm. And and I think they still had, like, they would keep two lanes of traffic live while they were in there. That's as well. right. They used to block one of them off, didn't mm. they? So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I'm writing about it in my column in the Echo in a couple of weeks, mm. and I've just been working on it. And what I I did say was, I wonder how many steps they did a day. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, they must have done a fair few. I mean, I mean, the tunnel was over two miles long i'm guessing they did it in sections yeah, but, uh, yeah. they you know marching in and out of there with a mop and bucket yeah. i mean obviously well, where did they get like the extra water from or <laughs> yeah interesting way to come back and refill your bucket isn't yeah it? so you've got to walk back as well how many how many steps do you do a day well i'm doing the tours um because i've got one of these fitbits and it actually the tour itself is only it's only about three and a half thousand steps on the Fitbit. All right. It's um physically up and down steps. You yeah, you do yeah. about six hundred stairs on the tour. Yeah. Um but obviously we have to go at a pace that we can talk at and that um, you know, guests find comfortable. Mm. So although you you're doing a fair bit, we do it at a nice steady pace. 
I found it interesting, the story about um, the tunnel being opened through the war. Explain why. They kept the, the tunnel open um, because it, it was a useful way of uh, transporting aircraft or aircraft parts through to, to North Wales. Um, and one of the reasons we got a tunnel and not a bridge was because we'd just come out of the First World War and uh, we knew that something like a bridge across the river would be an obvious enemy target. I mean, would prove right. I mean, imagine that when the Second World War, a bridge would have been the first thing to go, but they, they couldn't see a tunnel under the river. So um, they transported aircraft parts through from the port of Liverpool to North Wales and back. Um, the building itself, was uh, George's Dock building was uh, separated out in an area still called the bedroom passage today where we had wooden cubicles so people at ARP wardens could come and get a bit of rest um, the, the wooden cubicles aren't there anymore but the bedroom passage is still called that, uh, it's got computer cabinets in it I think today um, but also the fire brigade dried the hoses over the ventilation shafts because they were cloth hoses back then so they could uh, use the air from the ventilation to dry the fireman's hoses. Mm. It, it, it's just a fascinating tour. Do you get people from all over the world having a go and having a look? We do, yeah. We, we've had them um, from as far away as New Zealand um, on the tour because um, we do quite well on the TripAdvisor reviews. Um, people, when they come to Liverpool, we come up um, you know, quite highly in the tours of things to do. So we were finding... Certainly, you know, before everything, the world changed a little bit, that um, over half our visitors were from other parts of the world. All right. Something that had really changed over the years. When we first opened, it was mainly locals, and then it, it gradually sort of became a tourist attraction as well, you know, and something to do in Liverpool when you visited Liverpool. So, um, yeah, we get a mixture of tourists and locals. It's been quite nice, actually, with reopening... Um, our tours have been full, but it's been mainly locals again. Oh, and right. It's been quite, it's nice to show around yeah. local people who use Well, me, I, look how surprised I was, and I genuinely was surprised. Um, and, of course, they've made movies in the tunnel. Yes, yeah, we've had, um, well, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 1 was filmed in the tunnel. It's the scene where Hagrid's, uh, they're being chased on a motorbike. So it's depicted as the Dartford Tunnel, um, but actually it was filmed in our tunnel because we have four lanes. Yeah. And so they could put the camera lanes in the outside lanes and then film. They actually brought in, um, like, the bus and, and various traffic uh, to film live. I thought it was all CGI, but they actually brought in some vehicles to film. Um, Fast and Furious 6 was filmed in the tunnel as well. Uh, Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Um, and some of these, you know, they do quite spectacular car chases. In, yeah, oh, in yes, the just a bit, well. just a bit. Yeah. Um, one and one thing, more one, recently, yeah. Batman actually. Yeah. Was, Batman. Oh, so Batman was used yeah. as well in the tunnel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm. Oh, wow, wow. Well, I never told you. Um, I'd forgotten about it. When I left, I didn't... I, I thought, oh, must, I should have told Alison that. By the way, if you've <laughs> just joined, I'm talking to Alison Smith, who's the Leisure and Attractions Officer. Um, you remember when the giant spider was here? It rested yeah. in the tunnel. It did, yeah. And one of my listeners was convinced that they shouldn't let that spider in the tunnel as it will lay eggs. Yeah, 
seriously, <laughs> seriously, you know. Oh, uh, well, it was, it was um, I mean, that was great for us because, I mean, I was there at the end when it crawled into the tunnel. Yeah. And it's so spectacular. Oh, that, wasn't just it? a bit. Um, and it was about 50 tons. It was really heavy. Been, and it, off it went into the tunnel. And um, so for the next few months when we were doing tours, particularly local people, you perhaps remember when we were underneath the road deck, you hear a, a bit of a banging from the uh, the metal grid that's in yeah. the road deck further yeah. up. Yeah. We were telling people that was the spider <laughs> still down in the tunnel. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I thought the, the other fascinating story was, and I was really shocked at the size of what is underneath the road that I drive on. And tell us about the trams. So the original plan for the tunnels was to have traffic on the top, four lanes of traffic on the top, and a double-decker tramway underneath. So the road deck sits across the middle. The, the tube is 46 foot in diameter. Road deck sits across the middle. So basically what you've got on top, you've got underneath as well. Um, it is separated, as you know, into like an area. But then this area we have, the large area, is called Central Avenue, and that's that's the size of two lanes of traffic, and that's where we should have had a double-decker tramway. Uh, it's that size all the way under the river section. It does um, gradually uh, decline as you come into Birkenhead and the Liverpool city centre. But they they realised, they, they, they were told they couldn't have the tramway even before they started the drills because there'd been a, a, an objection put in by the, the ferries because they knew this big new tunnel would really affect their trade, mm. you know, with the road traffic without us running trams as well. So um, they just put in an objection yeah. to us doing it. And uh, um, we, But they carried on with the build because they thought one day they would yeah, get trams yeah. down there. Alison, will there ever be a tour of the other tunnel, the new one? I don't think so. Um, it's... I haven't been round it even myself, the right. other side of it, but it's not got the headroom. Right. It's, it's, it, the, the road deck sits very much lower. Um, there's no refuge system under there to take you to either. Right. Um, in Kingsway, because you've got the two separate tubes, it, the, refu the, the way out in the emergency is you skate from one tube through a cross passage to mm. the other tube. Whereas Queensway, we can take you underneath and into yeah. um, a refuge system underneath the road deck. So, um, and the, the fan chambers, it's all just very open. It's not got the kind of, it's not got as much history yeah. or, or mm. the look of it that uh, Queensway has. Well, the fans, as I remember you saying, the fans were put in, the building was built round it. Yeah, they were, they're giant fans. They, uh, the, the casing of the fans is 50 feet wide. The fans themselves, uh, 28 feet wide. They weigh about 25 tonnes each fan and there's two exhaust fans and two fresh air fans in George's dock building. Some some of the other vent stations have six fans um, because they don't have the office space around them so there's a bit mm. more fans, uh, uh, two more fans in those. So they are big giant fans. They were kind of constructed on site. Um, they're from the, we've got two types but we've got Wigan, one's from Wigan so we've got Walker Indestructibles, which were made in Wigan, yeah. and we have some um, Sturtevant fans as well. And, of course, you have a new control room. We have on the first floor, 
of George's dock building, we now have a combined control room. So the engineering control room has combined with our Mersey Tunnel Police control room. And that's to give them... It's, it's just to give more efficiency when yeah. um, there's an emergency going on because they're, they're in the same room so they can communicate with each other, uh, you know, about ventilation, you know, if, if say, if there's uh, emergency with uh, breakdown in the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, quite quickly, you know, you need to put the fans on because it's got standing traffic. But the tunnel police have got banks of cameras, so they're watching the traffic. And then the engineer is in the same room, so they can say, all right, the traffic's building yeah. up. But it is all automated as well. It doesn't just rely on someone telling somebody, you know, they... It's, there, there are sensors within the tunnel that would automatically put the fans on anyway, yeah. but we kind of like to preempt that as well. But the good thing of having a new control room is we get to see the old one, which was like something out yeah. of a science fiction movie. Yes. Yeah, it's hard to believe that it's only five years since it was in, in use, really, isn't it? It's uh, yeah. People kind of compare it to the control room in the... Uh, in the series Chernobyl or a yeah, nuclear power. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, the technology in there, well, you've got 1966 big, elect big English electric panel, so, but it's all sort of um, decommissioned so people can actually turn the buttons and dials on it and, uh, yeah, there's the pumps, the pump switches and the electric supplies um, so, yeah, the only, only thing that really left there was the control room engineers yep. and their computers, really. How um, long is the tour? Tour's about two hours for a full tour. And um, we can, you know, for different community groups who might need something a bit different, we can shorten the tour for them. You know, if you've got a group that don't want to do quite so many stairs, we can alter the route a little bit. Uh, but the, the ones that, you know, on public sale are... Two, two hours long. Fantastic. And how do they buy tickets? merseytravel.gov.uk slash tunnel tours. And then all the information's on there. There's a buy now button uh, that takes you through um, through the ticket, uh, ticket quarter page where you can buy them. Um, or groups, they contact me because, uh, you know, we offer bespoke tours for groups of 12 or more. So right. they can contact myself direct by emailing tours at merseytravel.gov.uk. And it's ridiculously cheap, £8. It really is. £8, yes. It's ridiculously cheap. Um, it's, it, it, it's a remarkable tour, and I said it at the beginning, I'll say it again. I will never, ever question the cost of going through the tunnels again because it is astronomical to see what is going on behind the scenes and the costings and and people will say and i won't put you on the spot by saying this but people will say you know well it was told that uh, years ago uh, when it paid for itself it will be free that's politics that's nothing to do with <laughs> the tour or the running of the tunnel. I think it's fascinating. Alison, I loved your company. And if you go <laughs> to the guide, Liverpool, you'll see it in two parts. Prices Whirl. I've never done that in two parts before, Alison. But it was so good. And I thought the videos of you and me, I love this lady. I've got to tell you, she was great fun, great company, and very, very interesting. Alison Smith, thank oh, you thank so you. much from the leisure, uh, leisure and attraction officer, uh, the Mersey Tunnel, the Queen's Tunnel. It, it, it was a joy to meet you, a joy. So, 
why not subscribe? Please. And we'll send you the podcast. Simple as that. It's free of charge. Liverpool Live.